All right. Hi, everyone. Hey, God. The cough. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I actually felt like I was talking literally just now. So. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another ed- episode, edition, another show, another recording, another session <laughs> of work therapy i am nello and i'm iwalala and together, together we're your work besties so guys guys today is another like you know we have we're having another guest episode right and we're just talking about you know before the you know the, the episode started right we're talking about how i think so far we just had like mostly women you know on the show mm-hmm. or actually only women on the show you know so yeah guys first of all we're not sexist eh? let's, mm-hmm. let's establish that first yeah. of all we are not right but it just so happens that you know i guess because we're also women right i guess you know we it's it's a comfort zone right and you know we just tend to have a lot of women strong women within our circles right that we are able to you know tap into but we know we found some really really formidable guys you know that we're looking to get them on the podcast very soon so guys just you know watch out for that yeah um regarding our video podcast please i won't reserve the apologies please please forgive us from the bottom of your heart <laughs> so um, before we reveal who we have on the show yesterday last year right? <laughs> we started video like um some video episodes a couple of weeks ago <laughs> our producer is going to a lot a lot, a lot of j2 <laughs> so he has a lot on his table that yeah. is, that's of more priority right yes, so yes, anyway yes. Just, just hold on, please. We're well, it's it's been worth yeah. the wait. Yeah. We promise you, it's been worth mm-hmm. it, right? It will. All right, guys. So I think it's time for us to usher in our guests, yes, right? Guest, so yeah. we have with us today. No, I'm not going to make the mistake I made before we greet. Mm-hmm. I will not make that mistake. No, I won't. So I'm going to read through her credentials and everything before I announce her name. So guys, just hold on to your, you know, your seats or whatever it is. So from a childhood filled with creative storytelling and an insatiable curiosity about the world. She found her calling (laughs) in product management. She's the type of innovator who thrives on finding the perfect solutions through experimentation and iteration. With a stellar career spanning small small startups to corporate giants, she has learned from the best and worked on products that have left a lasting mark. Her secret sauce, a relentless passion for the art of product management, believing that great products emerge from understanding user needs and pursuing excellence. In fact, her LinkedIn header states clearly, life is too short to build products you don't believe in. I love it so much. Today, as a seasoned product leader, she leads cross-functional teams to tackle challenges head-on, launch impactful products and push the boundaries of what's possible if you're curious about the future of fintech innovation and product strategy you're in for a treat today stay tuned as she takes us on an on an exciting journey through the intersection of creativity and strategy today we'll be stepping into the world of innovation and fintech with our extraordinary guests meet adatsugo oyebaji who is i hope i pronounced that well who is currently building fusion by c1 and her journey is nothing short of an adventure welcome to the show Thank you so much. Thank you. That intro, I, I'm not sure that intro was for me because wow. Wow. I'm like, this 
What's today looking like? What's your day you know, shaping up like? You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, on a Saturday. On a Saturday, as a mom, that's good. We don't even have our time. Our time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very busy woman. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my very, god. Very busy woman. So, so how it's how is the day shaping up? Yeah. Well, today is looking very peachy. The sun is out. Of course, nice. I already done one or two things, run errands mm-hmm. already, but um, it's mm-hmm. looking nice. I feel like awesome. today feels like a day where I will just sit back and maybe read those books that I have been putting off for a while. Nice. Yeah. Catching up yeah. on all those things. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And how was your work week? Your work week, yeah. Mm. <laughs> this week stretched me as in yeah. stretched me and i think i say this all the time so i'm even tired mm. of myself but yeah monday's friday not my favorite, but I mean, we have to do what we have to do. Yeah. Fashion drives us, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was something. I had, I, I had quite a bunch yeah. of things. Yeah, to do. and I mean, yeah. as the saying, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, as the saying goes, if you're not challenged, you're not growing. Right? You know <laughs> exactly. Nah. So would you rather? Yeah, would be... you have it any other way? Um, no, actually, because. I, I realized that whatever it is that I'm doing, it's actually, I, like I said, passion drives me. And then the work, you you know that you are at the point in your life. It's not time to retire yet. Um, these are still my yeah. servant, servant years, as I like to call it. So I feel mm-hmm. like, I mean, mm-hmm. this is the time, this is the period to work. So I don't think I'll have it any other day, any other way. But of course, yeah. I would always say, hmm, so stressful, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> Like we I all mean, do. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it for is. Me, yeah. yeah, for me, I'm giving myself till I'm 45. Hey. I've been singing it. I think I'm 45. I'm going to do my mommy makeover body. Ah, ah, yeah. ah, so ah, by then, I think that kid should have been in university. Gay, gay. He'll be seeing me in the club. Don't worry. You're not alone, Sam. You're not alone. You're not alone. Just last week, having this vision as is it vision 20, 2030. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> the 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 in fact, I, I, can't, I, I, I don't even know how I'm still here. <laughs> like, this week was a literal, if I say it was a blur, it was, is there something blurrier than a blur? As because, in. like, it was, <laughs> you know, that was how it was for me. I could barely breathe. Could barely. But, I mean, you know, but I mean, I, I guess in, in that madness, right, mm-hmm. the thrill is there, mm-hmm. you know, the, the adrenaline, you know, pumping, all of that. And I thrive on that, you know, personally, I've always been, you know, that kind of adrenaline junkie and stuff. So mm-hmm. 
again, just like you, would I have it any other way? Maybe not so much, right? Maybe I would want just a little more um because it's a few of the challenges i just faced you know were just around the things around like you know um i guess people just being on the what same page you know yeah and things like that but maybe that if i can have a little more of that that would make things slightly easier mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i don't think i want the tempo dying down mm -hmm. i don't want to get bored i don't want to, i i like the fact that i get to multitask on a level that is mm. insane <laughs> you know but yeah, yeah. so i think <laughs> for, like you just kind of hinted at one yeah. of the hardest parts is actually working with people, people yeah oh my god I yeah. agree. like sometimes i wish i could duplicate myself <laughs> Come. Just do everything Come. I want to do. See, Anna should be able to do that now. Right now. As in, honestly, because sometimes it feels like okay, you have to get, you want people to do something. You, if you want to do something, you can't just shout at them. You know, right? Like they're not going to do what you want to do. <laughs> Somehow, you have to understand them. You have to get them to understand what you are trying to achieve. Oh, you have to be on the same page. page. So you now have to get them at the moment when they are very productive. I see. <laughs> My God. Oh God! Like you know, you know, I swear, I swear, I swear. No evidence. Every day is Everything's no day. Yeah, so that is like literally like I think fifty percent of the stress. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just take that away, mm -hmm. what is it? At the point, do you recall telling me, "Oh, you wish I had more hands"? My God! <laughs> My God! <laughs> you know, I like it was. It was. I think it was only a point where someone in a different department was starting me up. I was like, "Oh, Chino, do you need a PE?" I was like, "You know, yeah, I need." You know. <laughs> Oh my oh God. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, cheers to you know another productive week, right? That has gone by, yeah. and yet another one has around the corner. So again, I will say, yeah. please, why do the weekends have so many two days? I'm sorry, mm. this is not fair. This is not proportional. Bring back Arabashala. Bring no, back Arabashala. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this point, I'm sorry. We are going to be weekends should be four days. Yes, weekends should be three days. I'm yes. sorry. Before I know it now, this Saturday yes. will be over. We support Before it. Yes. Yeah, Saturday will be over. Monday is a public holiday. Monday is a public holiday. Everyone. Everyone. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh my God. I mean, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So, ah, that's good. You're in the line of fire now. Hey, uh, line of fire. I don't know if you have listened hey, to any of <laughs> well, I'm going to, we're shooting you with some rapid fire questions. It's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. But everybody, Adasu Go is as brilliant as she is beautiful. Like, you, ah, you can see and brave. You guys see Adasu Oh my Honestly. god. You know, myself and you were the first time we met her. Yeah, he was, he, he was at a product dive yeah. you know, that happened um, this year, mm -hmm. right? And leadership yeah, leadership conference, right? And I think the first things that just you know, attracted us to her was just you know, her glowing skin. Mm -hmm. You know, her skin was just glowing. Yeah, which I hope that you can ask her on the water because you were telling us that you were drinking <laughs> many liters of water. Yeah. water. <laughs> no, <laughs> girl, <me. laughs> Let's just keep it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I have to go. It's so beautiful. She's she to her LinkedIn. Oh my god! Thank so you. you know, oh wow! What has to be this fine and smart? You know, you know. I don't know why we went on sharing everything. I don't understand. Yeah, wow, wow, wow! I'll tell you my food so are you ready for rapid fire questions mm -hmm. are you ready okay i am drink i mean i don't but you can like fake that oh your internet is taking <laughs> 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 it 
So here we go. First question. Tell us the names of three of your secondary school teachers and subjects that they taught. Don't make it up. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Mrs. <laughs> Let me say it now. Mrs. Okubate. Literature. Nice. Abiola was English mm-hmm. and Auntie Ada was Hausa. I do not remember. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. This last one is only fictional. Auntie Ada I was teaching Hausa. <laughs> Are we so I'm serious. I actually remember that one. I also remember Mrs. Lawa who taught us Yoruba language, right? I actually do remember some of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I know why. And is also Yes, I'm telling you, she was that awesome. Then my mom was a teacher in the same secondary school I went to. So she had a relationship with the teachers, which is why I'm so a teacher's kid. So I would remember. Yeah, some of them were her friends. How was that? How was that? Because I just imagine you can't even misbehave at all. You must go your own way. I saw fudge. I saw fudge. Like the standards were high. The standards were high. And that's for me. And if anything happened in class, you can never be last in class. Hey, you can never score poorly in any subject. You can't. You can't. You can't. So what do you know what your classmates do? You are being oh, jiggers. And they always accuse me. They accuse me of snitching on them. So if anything happens and teachers find out, they're like, she told her mom. I'm like, even when I did not, I was always in the line of fire. You can't tell your mom You can't say, oh, mommy, so so and so did this. this. Because actually, she's like, 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 Okay, so um, I use the moon face, that black okay. moon face, because yeah. I mean, it's just when you're being ridiculous, I'm just moon <laughs> face. I use Irene emoji a lot. I sent that one to all my friends again when they're being annoying. I use the happy emoji when I'm happy. I use the blushing one. Yeah, and there's this one that is red, like you're angry, but it actually means that you like something. I can't really. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Face like. Something like that. Yes, Nice, 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 nice. All right, great. Next question is How many cards are in a standard deck? Ah, I don't I know. Hey, God. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I have no clue. I'm terrible at card games. I Yes, so I should be doing what and things, but it's been a while. Yes. Okay. Next question. Next one. Rename the following animals. 
giraffe, snake, dog. So give them a name. Them. Yes. Brand new name. New name. Brand new name. The, Adam, uh -huh. the Adam today. Name all the animals. Giraffe <laughs> um, will be long neck. Long, that long neck thing. <laughs> snake will be creepy crawly. I, I, like and... it, I like it. What's the third one? What's the third one? Dog. dog a dog, yeah. Baka, whatever. <laughs> whatever that means. So the last question is if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be and why? You can take your time with this one. Mm -mm. I already know. I want to be invisible. Like yeah, nice. yeah. awesome. Awesome. I I've always wanted to be invisible because I just feel like I would really nice. like to, to know about things that happen when I'm not there. Um, uh -huh. Even hear what people have to say about me when I'm not even in the room. You know, those kind of things. Room. I've always so there are times when things happen to you in life and you're just like, I wish I was invisible right now. Like, and then in embarrassing situations as well, I always have a lot of yeah. cringy moments where yeah, I'm just like, God, I need to disappear right now. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry that maybe yeah. I didn't think about helping people being or yeah. the hawk or whatever, but man, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so do you have yeah. moments where like maybe you're just thinking about something you said like 10 years ago yeah. like, oh, oh, God. Hey, don't worry, I can relate. Even when I hear my voice on the recording like that I did a while back, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't really listen to this. Thing at the end. This podcast, I wonder how I'm going to react when it comes out because that's what I'm saying. I think they said a percentage of like maybe 80 something people yeah. actually cannot stand the sound of their own voice. Are you serious? So it's yeah. a very common It's thing. a scientific yeah. thing. It's a oh, very common wow. thing. Like, meanwhile, other people don't, like, unless your voice is, I don't know. Like, yeah. you know when you, have, when you, when you like, inhale those um, balloon things, oh, yeah. like, people don't really notice. Yeah. People don't really notice whether your voice is one kind of way oh, or the other. Way. Way. So I find a lot of people can't stand the sound of But I need to share this. I need to share this about okay. cringy moments. Okay. So, okay. One of the most cringiest <laughs> moments that I know, even when I'm like 90 something in my deathbed, I'm like, why? <laughs> so I had a boyfriend in in uni, right? Okay, okay. And then he, I think it was his mom's birthday or something. And okay. she, he asked me to like message her, and yeah, I sent her a message yeah. and everything. You know, happy birthday, blah blah. She now sends a message in response, saying, okay. "Oh, thank you, blah blah." And then at the end of the message, she wrote, "Mrs. Blah blah blah." Oh my no, god! No, 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 no. In my mind, eh? reading the message, I thought she was telling you exactly. <laughs> With like blushing, laughing, laughing. And I'm not missing. Not that she was referring to herself. I can't, I can't enter the ground. <laughs> you thought you were in their family or what? Oh my god! 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 Oh my do you have any of, of those moments to share that to go ah see i can tell you one i, I don't okay. really like 
not such a good um public prayer. There are some people who okay. pray and they, they will just say everything comes like yes. they're so yes. free and stuff. Yes. So there's this Zoom thing they do for my kids' school, like especially when COVID hits, they will, will have meetings and then they will ask parents to pray. So a couple of times, because it's um virtual, when they say, Oh, pray Mrs. Soso and Soso, I just turn up my camera and I don't even have <laughs> But now that's it. My one did not calling me. Stop calling me. Now when I was for house, this one was physical, I could not disappear. This one my Mike in front of my face. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. My children are there. I can't embarrass them. You know what I mean? <laughs> they almost ended the ground, but obviously, as in as in the spot, <laughs> it was such a it was such a it was such a cringy moment for me. I, I did it, but I was just like I kept on thinking about it, playing with my head, and I'm just like this man. If I catch this him, man. you know. Oh but yeah, it oh was really, God. really cringy for me. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. are more conversational yeah. than all those, yeah. all those deep, you know, that kind of thing. You know, your life, your yes, everything. really more conversational. Yeah, I know. Even when I'm praying with my kids. I'm sure compared to like how their dad prays, they'll be like, This man's never seen it. Never seen it. I said, What do you think I'm talking to? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I can imagine. What about you? Know, you, want to, you want to run away? No, I'm running away because I don't want. No, you must. I, I think, first of all, I can't, I can't quite. None really comes to mind right now. But yeah, I know that. No. no. You push stop now. You push stop now. Really, I can't. I can't think of any right now. If I do, okay. All right. I'll I'll share. Share. I promise. promise. I like promise. It. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. All right. Great. So, okay, it's time to get to know you better, mm-hmm. right? And you will take this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. Yes. Yeah. So yes, what is your go-to comfort food after a long day at work? <sighs> Okay. I like food. I'm such a foodie, number one. <laughs> Another thing is that um, one of my love languages is when I like a particular meal at a particular place, like if you are my friend, you must have visited the place to eat. So after a long day at work, it's not for me to eat ha- at home. I'd rather do like maybe go out to eat somewhere. And the comfort food that I like is seafood pasta. Like the one oh, that has cheese. Cool. That creamy goodness, like it never feels to relax. Oh, yeah. And I like to share it with from where? No, from HSE um, or Crust and Cream. I'm not saying they did not pay me for this one, (laughs) but I'm saying that (laughs) these are places that I can really vouch for, you know, and then they have us too as well. They're really like. Yeah, so Crust and Cream. Yes, wow. they've been there and their food is like really awesome. And because it's such a cozy place, yes. you know, you just want to mm. just sit down, relax. So I'd rather do that either I'm alone because I can be a loner sometimes or maybe with my mm. friend. So that's, mm. and that's partly because I want you to experience the ambience. I want you to experience the food and tell me that yeah. it's nice and I'm enjoying. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Where I don't, yeah. You have to tell me yeah. that validate this thing, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's like, that's my go-to um, food of, of choice. I mean, it never feels yeah. to relax me. I'm such a pasta Aww. girl. Yeah. That's, so, that's yeah. nice. Love that's it. nice. Awesome. Okay, next question. What is your all-time favorite productivity hack? Hmm. So, in recent times, especially in this role of founder, AIR, um, mm-hmm. since I started this journey, I, I realized that I quickly get to 
become a bit overwhelmed with things. And there's something that I learned. They call it the um, Pomodoro technique, where you yeah. break off your work, <laughs> right? And focus for like 25 minutes intervals, like away from, you know, just kind mm-hmm. of, because I have a very short attention span. And mm. I, quickly, I, I get burnt out quickly. And I quickly mm. like just tend to just detach from stuff when it feels mm-hmm. like excessive. And I realized mm-hmm. that at that moment, I need to, I just need to take time off. If I really want mm-hmm. to be productive and make sure that I hit my goals, of course, daily set goals that you never finish it, especially mm-hmm. if you work remotely. <laughs> but at least a good bunch of them, if you, if you need to, you have to kind of take time off mm-hmm. so that you can continue to maintain that high productivity, you know, to continue and prevent burnout because... Mm-hmm. Again, so yeah, that's that's one of the yeah. things that I have learned to do in recent times. Yeah, nice. love it, love nice, it. nice, nice. I like it. I like that concept, you know, of breaking away, like taking mm-hmm. just little chunks from your day mm-hmm. because you find that there are some times that you're literally working almost a 20 hour day for like several yeah. days, you know, at the stretch, right? And it's crazy, so you don't want to risk yeah. that. So, one yeah. thing I realized is, and why I think the Pomodoro technique works is mm. you're actually not forcing yourself to do what you have to do, you are giving yourself breaks. Yeah, so like you know, when maybe you have five things to do, mm-hmm. and maybe you've done like three, mm-hmm. then your mind's already like a big now, mm-hmm. let's go and do something else. Mm-hmm. Then you're forcing yourself to do the main Fourth one, let's yeah. say you do three in two hours you will take like 10 hours 10 hours exactly because your mind is no longer there but if you give yourself that break and you're doing it in chunks Mm -hmm. i realize that you actually will end up doing it more productive more efficient yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, love it perfect next question early bird or night owl when do you do your best work Hmm. at night i'm such a night owl i feel like if i want to do real deep work i mean real deep work not just surface work where you look at things reply mail. Mail, i always say replying mails is not real work like if you really have to maybe think strategically well again i feel like so the mailbox is a trigger right that kind yeah. of sends notifications to you where you often check it and so it depends on the kind of mail you're you're responding to that require you yeah. to actually sit down to draft it but again in responding to yeah. that mail it depends on your re- reply and what exactly you're communicating. Is that really the real work or you just want to mark mm-hmm. it as done because it's come up as a notification on your email mm-hmm. and you just want mm-hmm. to let people mm-hmm. know that, okay, mm-hmm. I've seen it. And then you find yourself like breezing out throughout the rest of the day, just responding to mails, right? And maybe in between yeah. you still have like stuff that you need to do, maybe a document that you need to actually put together that you cannot reassign mm-hmm. to anyone in your team. And you are replying mm-hmm. mails. So, in terms of the deep work itself, I always like say nighttime is like the best time for me because I concentrate more mm. at night. I like the silence, the ambience, the fact that everyone is asleep. I can I don't even want to get a pin drop. Like you know, the concentration is just yeah you know mm-hmm. head on I, so, I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just curious because i know he was about to you know agree with you right but the thing is i'm wondering is this a mommy thing or is this how you guys no, are always no, no, when because, i've been in right because for I me swear. i'm not from night, school I'm not, a night owl. I'm not because in school when i used to try to like read you know do the what you would call the night jacking and everything you know for exams and stuff i would doze Oh my god, I would sleep so hard. Oh, I'm telling you, I would so, try I, I would try the coffee, I would try chewing gum, I would try everything to stay awake and it would not work. Right? Wow. So I'll find that okay, I have stressed myself all the way from say 
wake time, let's say I wake up, say, by 6 or whatever it is, right, 6 a.m., and I've stretched, you know, my entire day till, um, let me say, about 11. Once it's about 11, 12, I'm sorry, my body has shut down. I can't do a single thing anymore. That's it. Like, you can't, you can't get anything else from me again until mm-hmm. the earliest you can probably get from me is maybe stay from, like, 5 a.m. again, and that's it. Like, mm. my body has to sleep. Yeah. My body is programmed to sleep at night, mm-hmm. right? So... <laughs> So I, I think the, for me, I, yeah. I can't say it's for all night hours, but I think yeah. what happens is if I'm distracted when I'm trying to do maybe deep work, mm-hmm. I can't actually do that work. Yeah. So I think my body has programmed itself to say, okay, since I have to do all the other, you know, weird, like random things mm-hmm. during the day, yeah. at night I will focus and I will get this done. Done. So, God, I have a bad habit. Or I had a bad habit. <laughs> even actually, so let's say i have like a dissertation or something to write yeah. right i'll do all the research all mm-hmm. the things like mm-hmm. the outline blah blah during the day and like the weeks mm-hmm. then i'll just give myself like two nights two all night and i'll write the whole thing and yeah. then the thing is it's beautiful yeah if i try yeah. to get myself to write yeah i'll yeah. have no, 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 no i think grief is under pressure you know for those mm-hmm. of us who are i think we have a certain personality that you know dwells on that when, try, when, try when you have like yeah. an hour to submit or submit uh, you do the best of your life i'm telling you true i agree i agree i agree the company we currently work for right that was how i actually did like you know my case study and everything it was so funny but now i look at that work sometimes like just in retrospect i'm like hmm well done yeah yeah Awesome. Okay, so, the next question. If you could work from anywhere in the world in the world yes. for a month, mm-hmm. where would it be? <laughs> Just one month. This is, so, this is <laughs> this is so cliche, but uh I know last year yeah, early this year or last year we tried to go to Bali, but by the time we saw the things okay. that uh, they were asking for, they said uh, the police report. Um, and ah, NDLA reports and telling for ah. Nigerian. So we were not able to I've heard so much about yeah. Bali and how relaxing it can be. Ah, the fact Bali that you don't is know not about and well, because everybody that's, might say, I don't know, I feel like a lot of no, people it's not okay. it's not pleasure. <laughs> it's very unique. Well, it is such a unique place. I feel like yeah. um especially because I work remotely, imagine just having a month to myself there embracing yeah. like, you know, the vibrant culture, that yeah. peace and serenity. Like if you've seen people's mm-hmm. travel pictures from Bali, you just Bali. it's nice. so amazing, so vibrant, so yeah. surreal, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So again, I think everybody kind of just searches for peace where they can find it mm-hmm. away from yeah, you know, me, hustle and bustle of like your daily mm-hmm. life, especially if you yeah. live in a fast paced city yeah, like yeah. ours. You yeah. when you when you get to experience that, you know, that serenity, I think it's something that you know it changes you as a person. Mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. for a fact because um again. It's not really a big deal, but um, it's like comparing Abuja to Lagos, right? There are times when I go to Abuja and I just, you know, when I'm just back there, I realize that, wow, so things, life can be a bit, you know, more easy. You know, it's not that that deep and it's not that hard. So definitely, a serene place like Bali for a month, working from there, I think it will even change 
aside from even my work-life balance, like several other things about myself, because I've read about yeah. the spiritual journey and healings that, that come, you know, when, mm-hmm. you're, when you have that time. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, I'm a deep person, but just tell you, Bali is my place to go. Like it is, it is on my list. It's on my vision board, so I have to go there. So yeah. Yeah. So, nice. What is that? Pasta babe. Is Bali? Wait, sorry, forgive you. <laughs> my geography, I'm the worst. But <laughs> Bali in Indonesia. Yes, it's in Indonesia. Uh, I do not know. Right, okay. It's not rice that they eat there. Miss Eva, I like I rice mean, now, but pasta. pasta. Hey, I will carry pasta there. I'll eat rice. So rice is the second, you know, but everybody likes rice. Who does not like rice? Like we were, yeah. it's even, it's part of our yeah. DNA at this particular point. Like yeah. everybody eats rice. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. One day we'll spend rice right through my head. I can eat rice three times a day. My God, where is it us around? So I'm very sure us now that are in Lagos are saying we want to go somewhere like Bali, mm, Maldives, blah blah. Mm, mm. If you ask the Bali people, they'll say I think I'll go to New York. Yeah, I'll go Well, I get to share, yeah. I mean there are different things. Yeah. So if you're used to so, over yeah. serenity, you need something to you know yeah. to you, yeah. you know, yeah. up and yeah. recharge. I'll take you up a bit. Yeah. 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 All right, so can you share a hobby of yours that keeps you balanced outside of work? I'm um, exercise, as in, and um, it was a conscious decision that I made. Nice. Um, again, I used to work out a lot in the past, then I started working remotely, and I realized that, um, you know, sedentary lifestyle, sit in one spot, work from there, pa 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 pa. At some point, I started having like some things that I wouldn't even call them like health issues, but my body was just telling me that I needed to stop because I remember doing an ECG and doctor was like, oh, there's nothing wrong with you, it's normal, but what do you do? Do you, are you a developer, are you a software engineer? I'm like, no, but I'm a product manager. I said, do you work from home? Oh, is it hybrid? I'm like, oh, remote. Well, hybrid kind of is like... But I mean, you need to go and work out. There's nothing wrong with you. Like, you need to work out. You need to, you know. And I was like, but seriously, I used to work out before. What happened? So exercise does yeah. that thing for me. I have mm. a fitness trainer who comes um, at least three times a week. And okay. then on Saturdays, when I have time, I also go to the stadium yeah. to work out. But it kind of just recharges me and keeps me, like, yeah. I'm actually ready for the day. You know how you take, yeah. for those of you who like caffeine, you take it and it gives mm. you that burst of mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. and you just feel like, okay, yeah. I'm pumped, I'm ready to work. That's what exercise does for yeah. me. Like, it refreshes everything mm. and I just feel like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, take charge, seize the day, kind of. So, mm. It's now a hobby for me. Um, it's yeah. second nature. A particular time, I'm awake already knowing that I have to go and work out. You know, that's that's how it is right now. And I'm happy because it's part of my life. So, yeah. That's the mm-hmm. hobby that I can never let go of. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. But I wish I could be like you. Yeah. My, I'm very... I, I don't, I'm not Come and join me. Me? I've, I've resolved that. I don't, I don't think working out is for... I, I don't know why I keep saying it. And then people people who are in the fitness realm keep saying, it doesn't matter what your size is. You know, there's yeah, something for everybody. Well, hello. Right. I mean, literally, the wind can literally carry me and go. Yeah. Right? So not, I feel like if you do anything to me, you can do yoga, you know, right? You can do yoga, you can do pilates. You can do workout. You can do 
no, the one me I want is Pilates. That's what I want. Yeah, you can. That's you can me, actually yeah. do that. That's what you should do. I mean, it's not. It doesn't have to. I always tell my friend she's like a size. I, I hope she. Hey, well, she will listen to this chat. Size zero. She's a mom like myself. She has three right. kids. You know, our kids are around the same age, and I'm always like. He's like, I'm not going to lose. I'm like, nobody says you lose. They just do it. Like, I feel like it, it adds several years to our yeah. lifespan. Like, it just keeps us alive. Like, yeah. you know, you don't want your body to start telling you some things mm-hmm. before you realize mm-hmm. that you need to yeah. actually, you know, what if it's preventive, I think you should want to just embrace it. It yeah. should just be part of, yeah. you know, in ancient times, our ancestors would move around, hunters, gatherers, you know, they were yeah. always yeah. 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 moving, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. we are now we are gone with their back with that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're just in one place, so, you know, it's not, it's not really there. Yeah. So, I want to reference yeah. someone. Yeah. Do you know this um, Jemima Osundi? I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name. Yes, yes, yeah, I know like, her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, when she was saying, oh, she's very similar, but Jemima is, I think I was reading her uh, fitness journey. I think she was like, something kg oh, she's putting about 10 kg wow. so even in terms of wow. aesthetics she has more she looks great she doesn't look so frail yeah. anymore she looks great she looks fit small small bummer are there yeah, you know, so, so, so yeah i think that's <laughs> Mine's weight loss and well fitness too. I'm just yeah, wondering what my rest is happy to be now. Jesus. Hey God. It as well. God I beg. Give me your you have fitness, right? All right. Okay, okay, so um I think we know a bit more about Adatigo. She loves yes. pasta. pasta. She likes practicing the Pomodoro technique. She yep. loves to work from Bali. So if you're Adatigo the employer, please. If you're in Bali. <laughs> Take me to Bali, please. Take me to Bali. She loves um working out. Yeah, uh, she's a night owl. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, I think I want to ask one more question, right? Yeah. If yeah. you could, what, what describe your dream collaboration with another fintech mm-hmm. innovator or thought leader? Yeah. What would be your dream collaboration? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who would that be with a visionary? fintech innovator so there are a bunch of people that i really like um yeah but i would say so because it's very controversial let me just put it out there so okay i like elon musk i like the way okay. he thinks yeah and i think that um what he's doing with social engineering is really interesting i'm looking mm-hmm. at the pivot from what twitter now x is to a social mm-hmm. platform that would soon be able to now start, you know, mm-hmm. um, helping its users to make financial um, payments. People can transact freely. And so mm-hmm. it looks like I already see that he's building some P2P platform of some sort. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am imagining, you know, working together like a dream collaboration where we could create like um, a financial platform mm-hmm. that seamlessly integrates now blockchain with technology, you know, making it more accessible and efficient. I know that um, X doesn't currently do that, but I can see from, I've not seen their roadmap, but I can tell Mm. since they purchased their IMT license. Yeah, mm. I can just tell that it's going there. So it'd be something, you know, it's already in the works, but it'd be nice mm. to, you know, collaborate with someone like that. Mm. The way he thinks, mm. you know, people say Ellen is mad. He has this uh, mad person's mindset, but again, <gasps> I see the genius of how he works. 
you know, yeah. and how he's he's just done things unconventionally. So he has yeah. the he has the courage to be disliked by people, true, and true, he's actually true. you know I'm revolutionizing the way that we see I mean social media today. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it looks like something that I would, I would like to ch- take a crack at because I'm actually yeah. building a social app myself. And I have actually learned along the lines of what it means to actually, you know, get people to use a platform. You know, mm. you have to kind of appeal to the mindset that makes them want to be triggered enough to use your application. The mm-hmm. fact that all of us during our free time hold our phones and go there, there are triggers in our subconscious that make us do that. So someone yeah. who thinks like that and, you know, is thinking about the next thing to make it more profitable, is mm-hmm. someone I would like to actually work with. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah I think sounds really um, I mean, wasn't Einstein thought of as crazy? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, every every innovator you, yeah, has a level you, of yeah. crazy, a level yeah. of business attached exactly, to them. Yes. You know, and, and an audacity, you know, yeah. to just you know just achieve, mm-hmm. right? You know, regardless yeah. of whatever anyone has mm-hmm. to say, right? So you're not faced by that. That's not like to say that. I don't still think Elon yeah. has a few, a few screws loose. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the genius. Yes, yes. 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 So you know, there's a to the madness. Way, did you see um this picture that's going around? Yeah, that's it. Speaking of Twitter, this oh. is picture that is going around. The CEO, the lady, um, half where she like was on a show or something talking about Twitter, and then she like showed her um the apps on like her homepage. Okay. And Twitter was not there, and they were ah. like, "Oh, that arms there." Ah. And people were like, "Eh, Madame, see you." Ah, you don't even use it. Ah. <laughs> ah. That's crazy. I used to, no. She has to. Maybe she has another phone. She probably. Maybe. What were comments like? Oh, I haven't seen it. You know, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, there's the first screen, the first, is the like, one yeah, that she do all the most frequently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying she must be her the first. I mean, yeah. the second thing that was so <laughs> weird was, you know, on the dock screen, on the dock um, menu, on your iPhone, where you usually have like the call, the SMS, blah, blah. Like how would I call it the versus screen. screen yeah. So people are just like that's so weird. Mm. Don't put settings <laughs> yeah. in the drop in the menu. Maybe maybe she likes to go in and look at all like the data protection yeah. I don't know, the software update stuff. I don't even know. People will have got that. Twitter is not a place for it's not a place for the faint of hearts. Don't ah, yeah, 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 that. yeah. It ah, is not finished that day. Actually, immediately now she will move. In fact, to, to expand the size of the icon. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! the main conversation. Main conversation. I'd like to go. Could you please um share like what do you do basically so that our audience can get a bit of a better understanding? Yeah. Okay, so I am an entrepreneur in residence, and I mean what people like to refer to as a founder at Fusion by C One. And Fusion by C1 is a social platform um, that um, is hinged on building communities, encouraging um, content creation, and we have financial services embedded in it. So there are seamless financial transactions that go on in the platform. And yeah, that's my baby. That's what I currently do. It's been fun. Um, I think that the reason why I referred to Elon Musk when I was talking earlier was because I have been doing a lot of studying on social engineering and you know the social apps that we all use today 
and um, the fact that they are all viral and they have a certain level of users to them it's it um speaks to the psychological part of you know we as human beings how inherently social we are and the right. fact that no matter how advanced our society is we would always want to become a part of community mm-hmm. um you know it boils down to what i do at fusion that exactly is what our app is centered on is a fuse between human connection and technology and you know just helping people to and be empowered as a community and now you know reducing the cost of financing credit transacting because that's what happens when you empower people to help Mm -hmm. themselves so Mm -hmm. the platform embraces building communities allows people to build niche communities that have never existed anywhere in the Mm -hmm. in the world where they can find life there and even normal i mean there's foodies communities there's communities for parenting Mm -hmm. there's communities for people who even like to rap you know, so there are yeah, over, nice. we have over 200 communities on Fusion today and they are growing. Oh. So there are people who are community creators on those platforms themselves. And um, we also embrace people who want to build content, who want to create com- content and also need like a larger, you know, amount of users viewing their content and appreciating it. And also the financial aspect of things that allows people to also transact seamlessly. Uh, our goal is to build the largest P2P, P2P financial network in the world. Nice. And so wow. that journey, I'm currently on that journey and yeah, it's been very interesting. Hmm. So that's Amazing. what I do. Amazing. Where can we get Fusion? Fusion by C1 is on iOS and Android today. So you can download nice. it on iOS and Android. Yeah. It's it's live. Ooh. Love it, love it, love it. So I think what we can also do is we can include the links. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, in our show notes. Our show, in our show yeah, notes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, can you share like a pivotal moment or project or something you've worked on in your career that basically led you to where you are today? Okay. Um, so um at some point in my career I worked at a startup who was um it's a mobile money operator but at the time they had the agency banking app and they also had the consumer app and so um i was working on a project to kind of revamp the struggling consumer side of the app so the agency banking app itself was working Mm -hmm. properly and so we had to you know in product management we always do that we conduct user research and redesigned the interface yeah. itself and implemented user-centered features. So features around the lifestyle okay. of the users itself. Um, we're targeting okay. the younger generation because um, currently today, and they're underserved and um, traditional um, banking platforms would um, are struggling today to power their daily modern lifestyle needs. So we built consumer products into, um, we had to think of consumer products that our target audience was ended to things like okay. um value added services like um, people could watch movies for free within the platform oh. or telemedicine services um, yeah. um things like lending but for bullet loans you know in the oh. platform yes and aside from the normal regular bill payment types that was not existent within the app but that kind of increased the app's engagement and the user satisfaction had increased by the time we checked our metrics it's had reason significantly, you know, and that kind of indicated that it now had become a well-structured product and was making significant impact. So the company was now able to say that it had consumers on one side 
and then okay. we had you know agents agents so as agents is um loose used loosely as those you know the mobile money agents that do cash in, and right. in right. on the served communities so mm. that was another income line for the company and it was really a very good um, pivotal moment of my career i always like to think that it led me to where i am today so because i'm currently doing something similar at fusion by c1 where mm -hmm. we're building for the lifestyle needs of our users as well, because we also mm -hmm. serve the younger, you know, the younger um, generation. generation uh, so yeah. yeah, we're currently embedding features within the application that appeal to our target audience. So it's similar in a way, different products, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So what are, what are bullet loans? Sorry. I had to Google. I like no. <laughs> small loans. Small loans, small loans. I was telling you to pretend like I understand what it is. Well, like, no, I'm asking. So they're small loans. Yeah, cheap loans ranging 10, 20K, quick to quickly okay. pay back kind of loans. Oh, On the agency side, we're doing bigger loans oh, because those were the ones that were act actively transacting. Yeah, small, small money. Urgent to pay. Oh, yeah, nice. maybe I should have said urgent to pay loans. Yeah. I, I, like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so yeah. my question, my next question, in fact, I'm sure this was on everybody's mind. Yeah. How did you go from studying geography? Because I'm like, okay, study geography. geography. How do you go from studying geography to building fintech solutions? Okay. It's blowing my mind. So I think only two people have kind of asked me, and I think they've been bosses that I have worked for during yeah. my interview when we finally meet like come self what did you read and i'm like, oh, did I'm like oh, how did you do it but you know um again and it was a very like when you said pivotal moment i think pivotal moment that kind of formed my career was i left mm -hmm. school and you know i was seven at the time okay and like every other person we're looking for replacements and you know i got into this awesome fintech company that Okay. I mean, it was like a dream at the time. And, mm. you know, product management, like most product managers would say, they were thrust into the role. And that's how it happened for me. So I started as a business analyst okay. and then moved to the product team. And it was quite, it was new. It was interesting. I had read geography and, you know, I had already started doing my homework. When one thing about product management is you have to have that product mindset. You have to be a natural problem solver. And I was that, and so it was not, it wasn't strange okay. that I endeared towards that line. So at the point where I moved from business analysis to product management, I was there, product analyst and product manager, you know, just going through the ranks. And, you know, I was already doing my homework mm. by the side, um, learning what product management was about and, you know, working side by side with the operations team at the time who were dealing with customers' complaints. I already mm -hmm. was thinking about ways in which we could, you know, solve those problems. So that product mindset mm -hmm. was there. And yes, I did study geography. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I used to think about it and say, well, how can I even bring this there? But the thing is that that's what we call the power of data, right? In making informed decisions. Yeah. And then we had GIS at the time. So I always believed and I will always tie it back to having this analytical background that kind of surprisingly aligned well with the data driven nature of fintech. Like we mm. would never make any decisions without data. You know, that mm -hmm. would help you make better informed, you know, choices mm -hmm. for your business. Mm -hmm. So it kind of allowed me to bridge the gap. 
I feel yeah. like there's no knowledge that you gain that is wasted. wasted you know, yeah. in whatever yeah. career that you find yourself in, I was thrust into product management. It was interesting. <laughs> I was fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'm always able to tie it back to my background, even though yeah. um, traditionally we say it doesn't have anything to do with it. But I mean, when we start digging down deep, grain, in, ingrained into, you know, what you've learned, kind of things that you can always, yeah. you know, say that, you know, from this thing that I learned in school, I think I can, you know, tie it back to what I currently do today. Of course, product management is more advanced today. But yeah, at that time, it was easy for me to, you know, kind of connect the dots. And I still do today. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. no, no, but I'm sorry. You know, there are some people that, if I, it's, it's almost like a misroad situation. <laughs> so you, you read, you read Yoruba, or you read uh, is this Yanke or something, or yes. Islamic studies, you find yourself in, yes. or you find yourself in, um, and, you know. So if, if you even found yourself maybe like in um, um what's it called in customer service, it might help you because you say okay, when I'm speaking to customers, different languages, I'm, yeah. Uh, but you find yourself maybe in, in I don't even know as a teller or. No, is it teller now? I don't know what you, you get. There's, there's just some that just there's a huge mm. disconnect there's between. No the how. There's no There might be that disparity. No, but I always believe. I believe. I, I seriously believe that there's nothing you learn that you cannot tie to what you currently do today. And right. the thing is that when you learn those things, so you know how we talk about CRK, Islamic studies, and then we've never really sat in a class for CRK, and you don't even realize that there might be some a bit of maths involved or something. Um, you know, you can never. I'm telling you, I'm serious. Yeah. Even your language. Yeah. you can never really tell until you are part of that just that general yeah. studies to actually yeah. say and yeah, I, right. I feel like as individuals we would always connect it somehow mm-hmm. it would come mm-hmm. in one way or the other yes i know people mm-hmm. say that uh, school mm-hmm. is not so necessary you know mm-hmm. most of the things we're doing today i didn't learn it in school but mm-hmm. i believe that it's the foundation it's the background that kind mm-hmm. of you know pressed us on to where we currently are today or pushed yeah. us you know, to where we are yeah. so i I understand the disparity. I understand the fact that it can be money, it can be misroad kind of situation where you're just like, how do these things tie? But yeah, it happens. For me, I think I, 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 I can do that. I can't really speak for those other guys, but somehow yeah. I think that if they yeah. dig in deep enough, they might be able and to you, They'll it. find some yes. connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Might. I actually, I actually might. feel like, apart might. from the um, topical knowledge in mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. you learn some mm-hmm. other skills, skills, which I think help yeah. you your career mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. imagine writing a dissertation no matter what you're writing about mm-hmm. that's a skill you, you learn yes, right? yes. yes. and you will need that in your career yeah. at one point mm-hmm. or the other mm-hmm. writing is, mm-hmm. is an important skill True. no matter what True. you're doing True. putting together doing research, research. To write a dissertation True. is an important skill that you also yeah. need no matter what career you do right True. love it love that, it awesome side. yeah so um our next question was around how so for me as a user researcher right it feels from my own perspective that product managers you guys are doing a lot i mean i know they say oh the the term you know the product manager is not the ceo of the product because you know they are not actually able to make certain decisions you know you're not the boss of certain people you work with Mm. but you also have to have that perspective of a ceo right Mm. you have to basically the creativity the the creative mind Mm. saying oh can we do this and this? And, you know, you're talking to your engineers or your developers and saying, oh, can mm. we do this and this? Would that work? Yeah, so you're being creative in one aspect. Mm. And at that point mm-hmm. of view, you're looking at this, oh, the metrics, how much money is this? Is we, Are we making from this? Mm. Or um, yes. what are the topics we need to Right? So that's another aspect, mm. like business management. Mm. Then the strategy part, where you're like, ah, okay, in the next 
five years if mm. technology is able to allow us to do this mm -hmm. this would be a good part, uh, part. um based on research mm -hmm. people are going to be at home more mm -hmm. so this will be something they need you know mm -hmm. those strategic points of view yeah so basically merging all these things together like how do you balance all these aspects mm. without running mad okay <laughs> <laughs> So while you're ask, answering that question, right, I actually wanted to ask one very, and it might seem so, like such a basic question, mm -hmm. but really, it's plaguing, and maybe a few people might also have this question too as well. Please, is there a difference between a product manager and a project manager? Can a project manager, can a product manager also be, you know, be a project manager, but a project manager cannot be a product manager because that requires a certain skills, you know? So, like, what is that difference and where is the inter... Into what now? Inter, 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 how do they interact? Or how do they interact? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I think that project managers really manage projects like in the sense of where these are the things that we have to do. Is it done? You know, that kind of thing. And for product mm -hmm. managers, you know, you not only check that if some certain things are done, you have to think mm. about how, the how, mm. the why. Mm. You mm. know, those decisions, you have to think about it. And you know, when you say that they're not necessarily the CEOs of a product, it depends on mm. your organization. In every organization that I have worked at, you know, product managers have somehow had, like, I've kind of had the, you know, the kind of almost, I don't want to use authority, but somehow just make certain decisions on, you know, you have to kind of say that this is how you think that it should be done. Of course, by, mm. you know, trying to get maybe stakeholder buying and whatnot, but, you know, that's thought process, strategic thinking about where to place what, what it should look like. You're building a product, you're already thinking about, you're thinking design and you're wondering what should sit where, you know, mm. what the flow of the user should be from the beginning mm -hmm. to the end, what, what, that, what that customer's journey is like. And then you're thinking about features to impute that would make the mm -hmm. users, you know, use that product with ease. All mm -hmm. those things a project, project manager is not equipped to do. Their work, mm -hmm. their, their, their job is quite different from what a product manager does. It's, it's mm -hmm. kind of a balance between creativity, innovation mindset, you know, business acumen, and then strategy. Like mm -hmm. all those things, if you if you don't think creatively, if you don't have a problem solving mindset, if you don't also think the business side where you're also not saying that, yes, this is going to use us, but how profitable is it going to be for mm -hmm. my organization? Because, you know, it has to tie back to the organizational goals. Mm -hmm. You're also thinking about strategy. You know, all those things are tied together as, you know, what a product manager does, you know, and to maintain this blend effectively. It's very important for product managers to kind of put them. Um, you have to prioritize creativity, right? Mm. You have to constantly ideate. You have to apply business strategy to prioritize features. What should go first? When? And maintain that long-term vision, you know, through strategic planning. I think mm -hmm. that a project manager is not equipped again to do that. You know, Chine, mm -hmm. just answering your question, tying it back. Yeah, and definitely. it's also about knowing when to let each aspects that you have you know decided mm -hmm. what i mean your creativity business acumen strategy and whatnot which mm -hmm. one of them you know shines through when ensuring that you also mm -hmm. you know allow them to complement each other your job as a product right. manager is not complete without each of these things that i have mentioned right. and you know right. that yeah. way i think i'm able to properly differentiate between the two without making it seem like project managers do not do more but because i'm in the line mm -hmm of product management, even though I wear different hats now, I would always like mm -hmm. default to like being able to properly like piece together 
what project managers do yeah mm. yeah so i also want to probably say based on what you just concluded with as well that's not to say project managers are lesser than actually that's totally it's just to say but yeah they are doing exactly two different, two different things yeah if you ask me, project managers are going through a lot because mm, yes. so with a product manager, right? Is that product management has an iterative nature. You can okay. test, you can okay. you know experiment, blah blah. Oh. Project managers don't have that option. So let's say they are managing a project of building a hospital. Okay. They cannot test anything. You can't. You can't. A lot of experimentation. You okay. give them. You say maybe there's nine months. This hospital is going to have. Five billion rooms, hundred, one thing, one thing. You can't experiment anything. Oh. Once you experiment, you are missing your time, your deadline. Oh, right. So, for yeah. managers, it is less iterative. Everything must be planned upfront. Upfront, okay. and you can't deviate from that plan right. because if you deviate, then it means you've not successfully yeah. um, launched that project yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own thing, so mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to be clear that it's yeah, differentiated. And nice, you ask actually nice. that can a project manager be a product manager? I think so. Okay. I think yes. Okay. Yes. You just have to that mindset that that to go um, mentioned. Yes. It's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a different mindset of so a product manager is also thinking oh we have to launch, mm-hmm. but we have to launch with all these other things mm-hmm. in mind. Mm-hmm. We have to make money. We have to mm-hmm. do this. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel that that's yeah. too different. So, many, yeah. so much, so much to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So okay. So our next question, right, is hmm, the challenges you're facing. I can just imagine mm. every day, one thing, one bomb here. As one thing is here. One thing is oh, here. Oh, one this. One person is saying this. Oh, no. Please, how are you like <laughs> going? How are you I'm, I'm, managing these I'm, challenges? I'm sure, can, I'm sure you can probably relate to um, the, the sleepless nights that the Uca- Ukrainian uh, president is facing. Niger. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that guy has been to him. How do you manage these challenges, honestly? So, so, in my career, I would say that one of the toughest challenges that I have ever always had have been people <laughs> challenges, right? Yeah. Um, using a product team right is tough especially because you're dealing with different kinds of people if you're in an organization where engineering also falls on that product somehow you know that's also a thing and you know there are different people different backgrounds you have to manage them um one of the times that i can really recall um again not like i'm not currently going through it but i think that this might be more <laughs> you know yeah. might be more weighty was we're trying to go through like a major product pivot we had you know at the time realized that um, a part of our business was not thriving and we had you know one of the things that we had done in the organization that might have not been good from the start was kind of let um, stakeholders just you know insist on something that needed to be done oh yeah you have to do this, do this do that and then at the point where they had insisted we had built it out and then we realized that we have to pivot from what this currently is. We can't scale, you know. We have to do a, a product pivot. And at, this, at that point now where we are pivoting to something else that we think would be more profitable, you now have to convince stakeholders who said you should do that, you know, in the first place. So now you're presenting data to them that, to say that this wouldn't work and we're rebuilding everything or maybe doing an overhaul of that platform. It wasn't easy the team's morale was already down and I had just joined at the time. So I joined at the time and you know how it is, a new PM leading a team, everybody, you know, 
some there are already things that are already happening within the team. Maybe there might be political stuff going on in the organization. Of course, later I found out some people were disgruntled about some certain things. And then mm-hmm. some other people just were not used to authority. At that particular point, they just had been like a lean team that was just everybody kind of knew. So nobody was telling anybody what to do. So okay. I was trying to balance that difficult pivot and at the same time boost the team's morale and kind of just settle small, small in-house fires with, you know, the orientation of the people in the team, letting them know that, okay, I'm here to help. I'm also a member of the team. There's no, oh, God, this, oh, God, that, you know. This is me here trying to just set things right because, of course, this is my charge and, you know, try to just bring them together. It was really tough. You know, we're pivoting from what we were, had built before. We're changing the product's mm. direction rapidly. And all those, during that period, you know, I had to effectively communicate with them, make sure that, you know, those who <laughs> had this, um, like a physical attitude, you know, try to build that resilience in them because, you know, you are only as good as your weak link. Like and everybody kind of has to like push, pull their weight and communicate clearly what the vision was for them, you know, to overcome the challenge that we're currently facing. Now, the reason why I said people's problems is that you're dealing with people. Like I said, different backgrounds, different things. I've said this heavy thing that needs to be done that is even beyond how we feel about each other or, mm. you know, we don't have to be friends, but we have to get this job done. And so that mindset as a leader, trying to push it in, I think it's, it's one of the t- toughest challenges that I have always constantly had to face. The fact that, you know, you have to lead a team and you cannot lead emotionally. You know, irrespective mm-hmm. of how people feel, you have to communicate clearly to them what the vision is, what we're trying to do, the fact that this isn't working anymore. And as a team, we're not also, you know, we are now looking like we're not profitable because we built something based on what we were asked to do without really quickly going back to say that the data says that we can't go ahead to do this. If we go ahead to do this, this is what the downlines or this is what would affect, this is how it would affect, you know, the organization. So those are tough challenges, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about them from a leadership point of view. And I always, mm-hmm. I always say that managing people is not an easy thing. It comes with a lot oh. of um, emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. You have to be patient and then you have to also have a firm hand as well. If you actually want things to thrive and quickly, you know, work out well, you won't always be everybody's bestie, everybody's best friend. But I mean, the work is like, the work is the work and then the play is the play, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, that has been one of my toughest challenges. Like even till date in my current team, managing people as well has always been, you know, you find people who are not pulling their weight, you know, that, you know, you have to give them maybe a period to maybe kind of, you know, edge them, micromanage. And I'm not a good micromanager. I really do not know how to. I suck at it. Like, everybody who knows, if you've ever worked with me, know that I allow you to do your own thing. Like, I want you to grow. I, I'm not used to people looking over my back, telling me what to do. And I always mm. feel like I should also give people that same. I know what it feels like to be micromanaged. It's not, it's not, it's not the best thing. And so at the point where I find myself having to, you know, constantly look at someone's work and tell them, give them maybe direction on how to go about it. I realized that ugh, this can, it's not, it's not sustainable one. And mm. um, I mean, if we try, it's not working, then that person has to, you know, you have to maybe be redeployed to, if somebody else wants to maybe take on that burden or maybe leave the, the team because it will mm. not, it won't help us to be at our best and then 
things will break if you are in a particular department that you are the only one there and we are a lean team it means mm. that we cannot necessarily rely on the work that is going to be done by that to be properly you know as productive as the rest of you know and then everybody kind of will know and i do not want it to affect you know the mindset or how people you know when they start interacting with each other and they realize what's this person doing what you know when people in your team start asking questions like that you know that you have to so those are one of yeah. the those are tough challenges i don't think that to ever stop it's very organization but it's still the people thing you have to yeah. like <laughs> one of those things you have to learn just how to be like how to manage people so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. this thing you just said basically about how I don't want to call the slightly productive as a bad egg, but just a, you know how um one bad bad egg in when you have cracked like ten great eggs, just put one mm-hmm. bad egg, every other thing is spoiled. That's basically how an unproductive yeah, team member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. the of one unproductive team member. It's 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 a, it's crazy actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are three things you said. You said people management requires emotional intelligence, patience, yes. and a firm hand. Everything you just said. Sounds like <laughs> taking care of children. My next question is basically you are juggling a thriving career while also being a mother to three kids, if I recall, right? Yeah. How do you handle family life, children? And everything that comes with while also maintaining is like sanity basically <laughs> that's my question yeah okay so i like the way we went into this question from that eh. you know that explanation because i know sometimes they refer to me as mother hen and it's by default mm-hmm. i can't find i can't help myself but you know <laughs> just get into that character i remember talking to a fellow i, I refer to her as my mentor when i was telling her that how are you balancing your career and mother who like i feel like most times i'm already half mad you know she laughs she's like ah it's not easy then i saw her okay make a post on linkedin about her i was just like okay so now it hits home right because you know it's you know it's no small fit i'm not even going to lie like it's it's you have to just be very intentional about you know prioritizing what is most important to you try to manage your time as effectively as you can and then again if you don't have thick support from your family or maybe your employer, luckily enough for me, I'm not even going to come and do James Bond here and say, <laughs> me, I'm just there. No, 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 no. I have like yes. a very supportive like family. I have a supportive partner. I have a very mm. supportive family. I have people with me. Mm. The fact that I even get to work remotely also is kind of a, it helps to properly balance, you know, life and work. And, yeah. you know, I accept myself to high standards where I understand that I do not take it for granted. I make sure yeah. that it shows in, you know, my productivity at work as well, because mm-hmm. that has really helped me to balance, you know. You know, I have now been able to allocate quality time for my family and make the most of my work hours. It's yeah. I, it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And mm-hmm. saying it here today, I just realized how lucky I am. Like every time mm-hmm. I realize that it's not, it's something that, especially in today's world, it's not something mm-hmm. that you can really find every And so when I even complain and say, oh, it's no small feat and whatnot, I realize yeah. that some people have it worse. 
and maybe mm-hmm. some, I don't know if people have it easier or that they're currently doing, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, um, you understand. I know that I have a good support at home, and that makes me, you know, juggle different things, different responsibilities. I know that I have, uh, I mean, a good, great employer. They refer to my company as the great place to work. We've won that award, like that award, yeah. like four times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that tells you a lot about the organization itself, mm-hmm. and you know, just having that. You know, and being able to still impact, you know, in what I currently do, I think it's just it's it's really it's it's mind opening. I'm happy that I'm able to do that, and I do know that. Uh, for to those out there who are listening to me that are trying to balance their career and you know motherhood at the same time, I think that the most important thing is to kind of seek support if you do not have from mm. your current employer, from family, you know, so that you're able to kind of just balance. What what do you think would work for you? It's not easy finding organizations that currently maybe run a hybrid model or mm. run remote. A lot of people are going back to work now, so it's not easy. Yeah. But, you know, in order to be able to balance that, you maybe you can start out by also trying to manage your time as mm. well, you know, mm-hmm. because that, if you, if you don't, you know, manage it one way or the other, no matter how lucky you are lucky you are things can all get worse than you know that they currently mm-hmm. are so again mm-hmm. i think i'm just grateful this is like a grateful yeah. moment and i'm sharing because you asked yeah. so yeah I, I think i'm grateful yeah. So, Honestly, yeah so having the right support system you know having the yeah. right i guess the right um what's it environment environment, yeah. Work yeah. environment mm-hmm. you know yes. yeah, yeah. Like and then also things. even prioritizing like exactly. you said exactly so let yeah. me also share something so that maybe who that <laughs> that is I don't know. Every, not, not inspiration no. No, how would I put that? Just like in this place. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yesterday being uh, the 29th of September, and yeah. um, first of October is tomorrow, right? So most yeah. kids, most schools had this uh, Independence Day thingy in school. Yes, school, right? true, true. Please tell me why on Thursday night at 8 p.m. After talking so much, I said, oh, their kids are going to school in one month in outfits. And I said, wait, oh, that's very okay, true. Wait. And I said, go and check the calendar that this school, my kids put there with me. I said, hey. And I went on the group chat for parents and asked, please, are the kids meant to come in traditional way? Traditional. Account. And I ran my kids' folders to check their logbook. And I didn't say anything about I, I was not confused. Ah, yeah. are, we, are we not celebrating this year or something? Yeah. So one lovely parent now responded to me <laughs> and referred me to a prior message, like message. the that the school had shared on Monday, saying, Oh, the kids, this class is meant to come in Igbo attire, this class is meant to come in Igbo. But I said, Hey, I'm telling you, at 8 p.m., when nothing can be done again, I said, Well, I can't relate. We just bought them the new Nigeria for budget. I said, Well, it's part of Nigeria. It's part of it. Patriotic. Yes. I love it. We are the same thing. She wasn't listening to me. She was not listening to me. I know you were. Let me make you feel better. My yeah. own, his last year's clothes that they wore. I'm telling you, I said, I hope I'm not grown taller. 
you are going to wear it. That's it. I did not. I did not oh, know. God. It's the same I way you were confused. Me. That was how. And you know what? Me. I knew that they had even sent that message. Trust me. It doesn't make us bad moms. It's just life. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes mm-hmm. these things happen. There's really not the fact that they were even able to find something and wear it. Mm-hmm. Their children, they will be fine regardless. Because the dresses were their size. I, I actually, I have absolved myself of that guilt. Seriously, mm-hmm. I think that um, it's not really, it's not the best to be hard on yourself because mm-hmm. the truth is that kids, they understand. And I don't mm-hmm. think that any parent is judging you. I think some people, mm-hmm. I realize that when I go to the kids' school, sometimes I realize that a lot of moms have more time. A lot of them, mm-hmm. some of them are not working. And, you know, so they have time to maybe go send somebody to, or maybe even go to the market and, you know, be creative. Mm-hmm. You know, all mm-hmm. this, you know, if you want this correct calabar attire, yeah. the one with the beads and all that. Or, you know, that school, eh? oh, God. Yeah, well, but the fact that you're not able to do it doesn't make you any less of a mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, your, your children appreciate you. They love you. Yeah. I think that's the most I, important thing. Yeah. My children didn't even bat an eye. When I say, oh, it's last, last year, this thing you will. They say, okay. I'm like, thank you. My daughter, my daughter <laughs> even told me, she told me, she said, mom, um, they're, they're doing international day. She's in body school. Yeah. She said, ah, they're doing international day. And they said, which, I said, which, which country did you pick? She said, Jordan. Mm. I said, Jordan, what do they wear? Mm-hmm. She said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened? They put me inside a group for parents that are in Jordan. That's why I said, hey, wait, $200, $250, $150. I said, in this me. My daughter came that. home. She came home. We looked for one abaya. She took it to school. She took it back. She told. She wasn't the one that told me. She said, "Mommy, do not buy." She said, "Mom, do not buy a new one because it's the same yeah. thing. The out. If you look at it, it's the same thing, and we already have enough at home. That let's just take one, right. and then I, I, we tried it on it once. Mm-hmm. And it went, so I'm saying, children actually understand. You know, when we mm-hmm. put ourselves in that guilt, guilt tripping, it doesn't really help in any way. The truth is that. Mm-hmm. You're doing, you're doing well. You're doing excellent. So, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you've, honest, you've actually made me feel better. I can't I'm like you still there. I no. can't like you still there, but you made me feel better. Ah, God. I mean, I was looking at pictures of what the other kids were. I was like, God, why can't I be like this? And out of the box thinking parents. I'm telling you. That's it. No, some we will say, see the Nigerian flag on my chest. See the chest. See my Nigerian flag. Children up in a, dress your children up in a, what's it called? Um, um, clothes of famous people. Think about inventors or whatever mm. it is. Dress them yes. in a number of Yes. They are the famous people. They are the famous people. That is it. My daughter did Oprah Winfrey. She made a lot. My daughter did Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, she wore a wig, one Afro wig that I had. Because that's how Oprah head. I'm telling you, with skirt and blouse. And she was okay. We are not overthinking this thing. Don't do yourself. Don't do yourself. Don't do yourself. Don't do yourself. I think yeah. maybe once in a while, so let us appreciate that. But I know our life. Parents, you are trying. You are trying. Well done. I will give you your flowers. Yeah. All day. I'm you. looking up to all of you, Sha, so that when I also become a parent, I will also learn. You know, I'm learning. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Tell us to have the triplet at once. I want the Swiss. No, it's Swiss. Okay. <laughs> She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> she does not know. She tell her. 
What is like one success story that you know gives you that drive to power on and continue trying, you know, every day? What's that one success story in your career? Hmm. Hmm. One success story, story, story. Okay. I think that again, without mentioning names, okay. At some point, um in my former company, we had to I would have not used the recent story, but let me go with this. We had to, I mean, launch a new product. It was, again, another income line because at the time we were were going to start raising and we really needed to show that we were solving problems for the underserved, you know, population. And then we started thinking of ways in which we could actually get into different markets. And, you know, one of the things that we needed to show was user acquisition, of course, and revenue growth. And at the time, we had to, so we went, we were thinking of um, increasing our agents, you know, um, current agents from 15,000 and kind of doubling uh, that user base, that user base within a year. And wow. so it, the, the, by the time we started putting together the roadmap and things that we needed to do, we had done a lot of meticulous market research, constant agile development. Thankfully, we, you know, we had a very good team. Engineering was really, tech was really great. We had Indian engineers that, despite the time, you know, timeline differences, they were constantly, those guys are like, you give them product paper, features, I suppose, and the next morning you're already seeing like wow. small, as you can kind of you can touch and feel something you know already wow. so they were they were that, that good and we had you know a, the team that was assigned to this project was an exceptional cross-functional as in honestly from people from different places that i had never seen before it was a multinational wow. team we all came together you understand and by the time we we're done in about eight months just seeing how the tangible impact of our products in you know in the the fact that the user base with the engines were trying to increase by times two we'd already done about forty thousand but in eight months we, we gave ourselves a timeline of a year and you know by the time we started speaking so because our, our, our boss who came all the way down from india you know talk about the company's growth it was incredibly rewarding to kind of see how much work had been done in that time because one thing about agency banking is that you never really own one agent if you know that you mm. go to, to an agent now you see them with a friend understand and you know and that you get to i tell you so and so one of the things that we used to kind of spark loyalty were incentives you know mm-hmm. incentives that we gave back to them to kind of just increase them using, you know, those our terminals to spark loyalty, to constantly use it, increase their transactions because we needed those figures as well. Hmm. And word of mouth, you know, telling somebody else that you need to go and get this terminal from these uh, people. Because they the are most doing powerful it. thing. And yeah. so they did the, they did the, it was, it went viral at the time because wow. the virality was by word of mouth. So. Wow. This is these are the pecs I'm getting from this place. You need to go, mm. there, you know, at that particular time. And so we watched the user base. You know, we watched it double. You know, wow. they are 
they we watched it double, we watched it increase. I'm saying that it was the, the it was incredibly rewarding. <laughs> what do you mean? It, when I say incredibly when I say incredibly <laughs> rewarding. <laughs> okay, I get that, I get that. Thank you. It was it was something that was at that particular point in my career, I was I, I really felt so proud of myself. Even the guys, you know, from different teams across, you know, we kept on I think we that was when I started even talking, really knowing people from outside the country that were working oh. in my community. We didn't used to mix. You know, at some point, you know, we now we started chatting on Skype. It just kind of helped us build this yes. kind of fellowship. Because we we had put in the work and we were seeing mm-hmm. the the rewards, yeah. we were seeing the results, we were seeing the rewards. Yeah. So everyone was yeah. everyone was happy. It was no, it, the it motivation, was yeah. Time. It was mm-hmm. a very good time. It was it was something that I would never forget. Like it made yeah. me feel like say, oh, this is the impact of hard work. This is how yeah. hard it went. Marketing was alive. Like I have never wow. seen. So you know how you um, hire marketing companies and they just tell you that brings us out to billions or millions of campaign for you, and then mm-hmm. they are not out. They are not measurable outcomes. They are not yeah. tangible outcomes that actually align with revenue growth, user acquisition, and all those things. They are just they've collected the money from. I could see I that. Actually, you, you want to tell them please more. bring breakdown of how you spend this money because ah, not making telling sense. you they did they as in they, they actually put in the work the outcome That's were measurable true. by the time yeah, we're giving yeah. back you know feedback to the board to say oh this is what our user base is now and they're like wow mm. this is the goal you set for yourself and this is where you are wow 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 so we can oh, raise now nice. you nice. know yeah. we can actually raise and we did raise That's so yeah amazing it was, it was, it was a started out like talking about design, you said oh, we wanted to double user base. I'm say, hmm, isn't that a bit too ambitious? Like, I'm be- you know, I but, mean, no. wow. uh, yeah. agency banking at the time, you know, at the time, and I think it's even still thriving till date. Too. Mm-hmm. But at, at that t- particular time, it was it was something that we had major contenders contenders in the because like mm. the particular names I'll mention, it'd be like, eh, you know, that kind of thing. So we went hard. You know, we yeah. had to like go to areas that we had never really spread our, you know, we hadn't even gone to at all that had like we, from our market research, we realized that the population like mm-hmm. the North, you know, mm-hmm. the population there was mm-hmm. quite, you know, we could actually acquire a lot of agents there. So there was mm-hmm. so much ground. Field agents too, they kind mm-hmm. of, wow, those guys went hard. The field agents, mm-hmm. they were, you know, just co- constantly. So, and so the representatives mm-hmm. here who they were rep- reporting to, right, time to bring the shit in to say, oh, we have, I'm like, wow, you know? So, yes, in terms of acquisition, by the time we measured how much it cost us to acquire its agent, it was way, you know, within the lines of what we had actually budgeted. And then we were able to show those figures. So mm-hmm. everything tied back together because by the time you come back to profitability, transactions they're doing within the system, it was just, it was money yes. well spent. It was money well spent, mm-hmm. including marketing mm-hmm. efforts as well. So it's, it was a really good time for my company. Yeah. Love it. The power of a committed team, right? It's fantastic. Yeah, I love how you all know Yes, the teamwork that went into it. Fantastic. Yeah, it takes a village. Yeah. So as yeah. someone who is like committed to building 
you know, making creating impactful things, making a difference, mm-hmm. right? What are like your long term aspirations? Where do you see, you know the normal interview question, right? Where do you see yourself in in ten years? No, in ten years, and I'm like, I don't understand. I see myself clubbing. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking that far. I see myself in Bali. I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah. So like, yeah. If that, if that is what you're looking for, what are your long term Please, no stress, no pressure. <laughs> hey, okay, well, I plan to retire early. You want to allow in the same club, like you know. So that's why, even though we want to soft life, we're still doing the hard work now. Um, yeah. In a couple of years from now, I would like to own my own business. I want to oh, solve cool. real problems, right? For mm-hmm. People with real, real needs. I haven't mm-hmm. figured out what that problem is. I have a couple mm-hmm. of things. That I always refer to my vision board, right? When I mm-hmm. talk about things that I want to do. And again, ideas are always like a diamond, a dozen. However, mm-hmm. I see myself, you know, also also just sitting out and actually doing something revolutionary. I really want to be able to impact in people's lives. I want mm-hmm. to change people's lives one day at a time with, you know, something really, really creative and innovative. My own, you know, product, you know, just sitting there with this product mindset, this CEO mindset that I've been able to kind of just harness in my career. And I know that I'm not even there done yet, you know. Mm-hmm. So in a couple okay. of years time, you know, I see myself, you know, really, really, you know, helping people out and kind of driving impact in the world that we are in today. Um I also want to retire early. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very important. Like, I'm putting it out there to the universe because so I no, think that. No, you know. no what, what, is, what is your what is your retire early age? What, what, yeah. is, what is that age exactly? Because, I mean, it's relative. Some people say it's 50. That's it. Some will say it's next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, 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 what is it exactly? You know, do you want to. Okay. If I say it's evil scream, hey, it's a little bit less, less than it was last one. It's actually 40. That's my okay. That's, yes. And you oh, see this goal? I don't understand. It's five years. This goal is five years from now. Yeah, nice. Nice. Very doable. Very, nice. very doable. Please. Do you know Jackie Aina on YouTube? Yes. Yes, I know. Yes. Uh, yes. Soft, soft candle. Like her mm-hmm. candle brand, Forever Mood. I think they're just yes. like three years in. She said she did it as like a pet project. She never knew that it's. Yeah, she said it. I watched that video. Yeah. With, um, what's the entire I know, right? Yes, amazing yes. stuff amazing stuff amazing. I, I on youtube i never like i love when people like her create their own products like yeah and then even the time when she did it when she was explaining that she did it during covid and all that and she just thought oh people needed something to like yeah just at home that was just a fantastic time like just imagine product markets with just there waiting for like, you waiting yeah. Uh, and then the market is there, and you know, and people are embracing it. Of a soft life. Did you see our house? I said, yes. I saw it. That was when I saw that. I, I even saw another another YouTuber's house as well. The one with that has the skin. She kind of is clean shaving on her head, like she. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah, remember, I remember her name. name. Yeah. You saw her house too. Yeah, seven thousand dollars per month in New yeah, York. Yeah, my like, God. Wow. God. Where was I? Where you are giving yes. all these ideas. ideas. No, but, no, but, but, no, but like, I mean, it's... our time will come. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait. Please, I can't wait to be. So when, when you retire at 40 and you do your announcement, please, oh, 
Yes, okay, finally, 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 so that we don't take up too much of your time, right? What what are like some of your favorite resources, books, podcasts, anything you know that influences your approach to your career, you know, product management, building products, solving problems. What are some of those as well? Yeah. Okay. So in this year, I kind of set out on a journey to um read a couple of books. Like once once one every month sometimes oh, wow. i haven't found myself surpassing that but i really wow i really want to do a shout out to my current boss um divya Dibayo. he's such an amazing person he kind of um put this thing i used to read before but now i have realized how impactful it can be in in your life you know as a person and for my career and this role that I currently, you know, came into, there have been books that I have read. There have been books that have kind of even, you know, aside from career, have been there to kind of set me in the right direction, think properly, you know, about things. And there are a couple of them that I can mention. Okay. Um, some of them you probably have heard of before. Um, for product managers who want to build habit forming products, there is Hooked by Nair Ayal. Oh, yes. Um, for aspiring founders, there's the link startup by Eric Rice. Um, for people who have um, more of like a physical business or physical space, you should you can read Emites Revisited by Michael E. Gaba. Okay. Um, for people who are just trying to piece everything together and like me who want to, you know, <laughs> understand where their life trajectory yeah. is going, they had, they had thing about hard things by Ben Horowitz. Oh, nice. It's a very good, good, good book. Um, never split the difference for no negotiation. If you want to learn about negotiation yeah. and you are a salesperson, yeah. like Chris Voss. And yeah. then if you are in marketing, influence, influence okay. by Robert Caldini. See, okay. there are quite a number of books. If I want to start, <laughs> right, I, I probably would not finish, but there are quite a number of books I have read this year. I think I've read over 15 books already. Which wow. is not really much, but I'm saying, yeah, impactful books. I've read mm-hmm. fiction by the side, which I, I didn't mention at all. That mm-hmm. has, you know, kind of just, I read it in my leisure time, but for career, these books I mentioned are really books that have shaped the way that I think as a person. I remember mm-hmm. talking to someone a couple of months ago, and we were talking about something and then she was like oh did you read and i'm like i'm sorry i had to bring out the book i was reading right now in my i mean my bag and i'm like i'm almost done with this book but she's like i can tell because the way you talk your mannerisms the things you refer to you don't really realize how far reading a book takes you it opens you to uncharted territories like places that you've never been you begin mm-hmm. to think differently and your intellect like i don't let's yeah. not even get started about that and when you talk to people you realize that this thing has impacted in your life posit- positively that you sound like someone who is different from the you before you right? tried anything. <laughs> Some people say that it is elitist, right? That it's only the elite people that read, but I think reading is for everyone. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. It's something that I have also started imbibing in the lives of my children as well. Uh, someone, somebody pointed out to me how he, whenever he goes to uh, the bookstore, he gets something for them as well to read. I think it's mm-hmm. it's just very important. In the yeah. era that we are in, where everybody has phones, you know, mm-hmm. tablets, social media, tablets yeah. and all that, 
um, reading, like a physical book or maybe audio book or whatever it is. I actually mm-hmm. do both, like of the same book. I, I like oh, to do wow. both because I know. <laughs> it's faster if you're trying to get mm-hmm. through a book. But I think that if you can actually do that, you know, and just drop your phone and just set time aside to read, it actually changes you mm-hmm. as a person. I'm such a sucker for reading. Mm-hmm. My boss, again, a wonderful person, <laughs> he kind of stared me on that part. It's something that I would forever, I'd be forever grateful for because it has really changed me. And he said it, he said, you start this year and then by the time we're talking about this, maybe in December, <laughs> you probably will be, you'll be a different person. I'm like, oh, I'm a different person. What are you, you know that kind of wow. thing. I can already see it. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And I think we can also see it too. Like, yeah. From the way you talk. No, I mean, it's evident. Wow. Yeah, it's evident. Don't watch me. Don't watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Thank you. You are so brilliant. Like, yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you. I mean, it, it, it informs, you know, the way you think already, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that yeah. you're able to handle. I mean, you, you can't be a founder, you know, at a product-led um, um, organization organization right mm-hmm. i want to say okay, it's not a startup right it's it's no it's not it's not like that right no, yeah no, it's no. not yeah okay so, no no yeah. no so i think the wish the incubator <laughs> yes yeah. and then there's the yeah. you know, full-on thing yes, yeah. yeah so you can't be a leader in that kind of mm-hmm. space if you weren't well read obviously mm-hmm. yeah so of course yeah. of course so final final okay that was the final question now this is the final words from you any advice for you know aspiring problem solvers, innovators, people who want to be like you in the next coming years. Any advice for them? Read. Oh. Read. <laughs> never stop learning. You know, never stop learning. I think it's very stop important. Again, in the world of social media, I always say this, like, there's so many distractions. There's so many things that, like, I call them time wasters, mm. you know? In recent time, I had, you know, kind of diagnosed myself as being addicted to social media and, and just really realizing <laughs> and just trying to put it at, at the side and actually doing like things, real things that actually I could see the results of. I'm not a content creator, so mm. social media is not necessarily for me. And I, I go there sometimes with distress, but I think that if you want to, if you're an aspiring problem solver, you should never stop learning. Read as much as you can. <laughs> embrace challenges yeah. things that look like um they're good. it's so hard i can't do it like this thing is my boss would always say he said it's meant to be hard it's not meant to be easy Let's control different things at you like you are here standing as a human being because you've kind of passed some hurdles it's meant yeah. life is meant to be hard work is meant to be hard embrace challenges you know seek diverse experiences Continuously just hone your problem-solving skills. Continuously hone your communication skills. Stay curious. Stay curious. Stay interested. Like, things that you... Ah, this this conversation, I'm, I'm wondering how this thing happened. You know, that's how a problem survivor starts to think in the first place. Why is this thing like this? Why can't it be like this? It should be easier than this. I'm trying to open this bottle. Why do I have to, like, turn mm. my hand in this direction? Can I just pop it up? As I right. someone came up with an opener for bottles, I'm saying it's a problem-solving skill and it's born out of curiosity, right? Mm. Don't be afraid to take risks and... You know, these things I mentioned, just being like this, being able to embrace challenges, being able to continuously stay curious, continuously learn, 
these things will help you and lead you to most significant goals. When you start doing them, when you start with this mindset, again, not to sound cliche, but <laughs> you'll be a different person. I'm telling right. you, as in, this is not better to, you know, aspire to perspire or whatever it is that we call it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just the truth. It's the truth because mm-hmm. I, yeah. by myself, uh, I'm a test, I can testify to it. So, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk about something that I do not, I don't, I don't really feel strongly convicted. There's this clarity and conviction that it's just here. And, and I'm saying it because if you want to be, if you, if you want to be like that, then these are the things that you have to do. Don't be scared to take, embrace mm-hmm. challenges. Never stop learning and stay curious. Yeah. Never and stop learning. Fantastic. Never stop learning. That, that's Reach. my takeaway from this. <laughs> right. Never stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. What you said is meant to be hard. Yeah. It's not meant to be easy. Like mm-hmm. if you yes. be where you are today, you will overcome certain hurdles and challenges. Oh, exactly. That's where you are where you are today. So exactly. You are new challenges you are facing. No, wait, 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 I beg to differ. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I beg to... <laughs> there are some people that were born in this life that did not have to trust themselves one way or another. I mean, they just came into this life, born into the easy life. And then the only stress they face is, um, I don't even know. I don't even know what kind of stress. I don't even know. They stress, they, maybe they stress they face with I live in Paris. Paris and it's still a challenge. It's still a challenge. They could live in both. Do you like it? Do you like it? just have two bodies to live in both. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a challenge. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, there's nobody that does not have problems. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. At, at that point, you'll be so rich, you'll not be like, oh, I don't see my dad. I only see my dad once a year. It's actually a problem. You don't see that every day. Every day. Oh, go away. Thank you so much. Yeah. I had to go. Like it's been Thank a pleasure you. to have you on this on the podcast. And it's like even a, also been a learning experience yeah, for me as well. Yeah. I know how they say um when you see people that look like you doing things that you want to do, like it makes you actually realize that, okay, mm-hmm. you can be that person. You mm-hmm. can do that thing. So yeah. I hope that other people feel the same way. Yes. You know? Yes. So yes. True, true. And then of course, um, of course you can find um, fusion by C1 in play store. Yes. Right. Uh, app, yes. App, 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 yes. yes. Fantastic. Well, actually, I really liked, I enjoyed this session. This is really, really, really nice. Welcome to yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so and then much. We have great chemistry, so it's easy to you know. Oh, nice! Thank awesome. you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really like really you. Need to fight one day so that they will see that where we are fighting. Give them <laughs> a twist. Your, your viewers can beg you, but really, it's really nice. It's, it's nice when there's no chemistry. I'm not sure you guys will be able to do no, stuff of like course, this. It, because, it won't work. Yeah. It won't work at all. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done, thank and you thank you so much for having thank me. You. Thank you. Please tell us, tell us, say, say sorry to your kids that we took you two hours. No, it's almost one. I'm going to go and pick her now. I was just looking at them. I was like, okay, we can do this. We can do this. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Okay. Bye. So this has been a fantastic episode. I don't know, how what did you think about it? Sorry, you guys need to see my face. I'm actually really excited. Sorry, I was I was yeah. excited, showing my excited face, forgetting yeah. that you guys cannot see it. So, so for me, it was a thing of having a, you know how, how do I say, someone who is in your field. Yeah. So it was nice, it was a yeah. nice conversation. And the first time we even met Adatibo, we, we, after the product dive conference, yeah. we talked for 
Well, I let you But then we're just there. We were standing like, there. On our... My God. Like, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like we were talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, we it, literally it, had to drag ourselves to be like, let us go. Let us go. Yeah. 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 Like, we couldn't have get enough of, you know, yeah. her presence, yeah. her she, ideas, her... She's inspirational. She is. She is. How do I say She's it? easy to talk to. She's easy to talk to. She's, she's, you know... There's this word I'm trying to go for that's... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Her... Persona, persona is, is is welcoming. It's it, it it draws you out. It draws you in, right? I don't even know. It draws her out. Draws you in. You want to be, you want to be around her. You want to learn from her. You want yes, to you her. That's, that's yes. It, She's it, a pleasure it, to speak with. Yes, that, yes you know that's yes, just what it yes. is, right? So, Fantastic guys, I hope you enjoyed. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see where Fusion by C1 gets to. And please download the app. app Download, download, and download, you can download, I don't know download. go to her that to goes uh, LinkedIn and tell us tell her that you 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 found her through us. us. <laughs> don't go on, don't go on, don't go on. You know, and she, she, she's, she's married. married. <laughs> Please, thank you. Leave alone. <laughs> why did I use the word chike? Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. That's why. That's why. No, no, no. I was about to use the same word, but then I thought about it. Okay. Hey. Hey. Don't go and chat her up in her DMs. And taste her. And woo her. Guys, we had an announcement. Oh, yes, we had our announcement. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so we have a new well not new handles, we've but we just named we just really are following us already. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't change anything. anything, yeah. But if you're not following us yet, please find us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore work therapy. See simple. Yes. Straight forward. Yeah, we yeah. have. Oh my God! We started creating some short form video content. Yeah, exactly. Really. I don't know why I will be laughing when I'm watching the video guys. I for that. even how I will not be laughing in the video. As in, I don't even understand. <laughs> We're not taking ourselves too seriously. Seriously. It's fun. It's, it's fun. TikTok yeah. stuff basically. Yeah. 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 Fantastic stuff. Uh, what else? Um, anything else? Yeah, I think that's anything it. New? I mean, just you know, keep following us. Keep following the podcast. Keep yes. rating us. Oh my God! Yes. Guys. Another thing. Yeah. If you have a question or something, anything you want to talk to us about, we have a voice message link where we literally you can record an audio voice message which hey. we will play on the episode and we'll answer any questions or any, talk about any topic you like. Yeah. So that link to the voice message will be linked in the show notes. Show notes, yeah. Um, yeah, that's basically it. That's it. Awesome. Guys, guys so you can follow us everywhere. LinkedIn. Yes. Our Substack, um, um, you know, um, cha- newsletters. Newsletters, yes. Newsletters. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Instagram. YouTube. YouTube. Oh, we didn't say our names. This YouTube. is Joalola Shobawali. Chinelo Dike Okonkwo. Uh, fantastic. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.